Hello, good people. Welcome back to the God Pulse podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, my name is Palello and I'm your host. Welcome back. <laughs> or is it, I don't know if I'm welcoming you back or if you're welcoming me back, but either way, we've been away from each other for quite some time now. So welcome back to my little corner on the internet. And um, thank you for allowing me back into your spaces. Um, so depending on when you're listening to this, good morning, good afternoon and good evening to you and yours. You and I have lots to catch up on. A lot has happened during the break and um, a lot has just been happening generally. And my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone who's been directly affected by the utter chaos that has plagued our country in the past couple of weeks. I hope that you guys have been taking care of yourselves, that you are healthy, that you've been resting, that you've been mindful of yourselves, that you have not let go of the faith, and that you've committed your life to Christ still, even in these very uncertain times. I hope that your families are well and healthy, and that you are well and healthy as well in mind, in spirit, in heart, in your physical body, in everything. So. I thought, um, well, I've been thinking rather of all the different ways that I could um, come back and start the season. There were so many things I tried to do and none of them seemed to work out. The one request that I had gotten, even before going on the break, um, from friends, dear friends of mine, followers of the podcast as well, is that I do a light recap on everything that you and I have spoken on since the beginning of the podcast till this point and everything in between. And I'm up for the challenge. And I call it a challenge more so now because what I've noticed is that a lot of people will come and say that um, we have maintained a certain level of transparency on the podcast which is the point and that is what we are very intentional about doing but something about constantly hearing that we are transparent and that it is helpful to um, the person on the other side of the audio is that you begin to become very aware of it and you may feel as though you need to shrink back into your shell. Whereas you never thought there was a shell to begin with. You know, you thought you were this floating butterfly with no boundaries and you just spoke on whatever. So that has been particularly hard to navigate. Um, and just realizing that I have been very honest about a lot of things that I think do make me shy, you know, thinking about it in hindsight, but. Um, even now I am still committed to being transparent with you as you have been with me. Um, and I also just want to thank you for all your lovely messages, your texts, your voice notes, your calls, your emails. Um, so encouraging to know that the things that we share on here are helpful to you in some way. And so thank you for that, because that has been 
extremely encouraging and has kept me going on days that I would have preferred to stop. So I have agreed to do a recap, albeit it may be quite brief, but I think it matters that we reflect on where we started, where we are, where we're going, and I invite you to do the same. I invite you to think about where you were when we embarked on this journey together in February of this year and where you are now as we continue on this journey in July 2021 and where you're going, if you know where you're going, where you want to go, where you want to see yourself. I think it's very important that we do these self-reflections and maybe measure our growth or see where else we need to grow. It's important that we constantly evolve as people, as children of God, to test whether, in fact, we are living lives that are worthy of the call that is upon our lives to be ambassadors of Christ Jesus and to see whether we have been faithful to God to see whether we have been intentional in our relationship with the Father. It's important that we take stock of our lives every now and again, of our thoughts, of our intentions, and how we've behaved towards people, ourselves, situations, and whether that has reflected the faith that we so bravely and quickly confess. It's important. I think it is our duty as children of God and as people generally. So part of the reason that I wanted to wait until the very end of the month as opposed to me coming back um, earlier during the month, it's because... um, of the 18th of July. The 18th of July is very significant in that it is the day that my mother went to go meet with her father, her maker. And it's been a year now, officially been a year since she's gone to meet her creator and officially been a year since we've bid her goodbye. And I wondered if I would be the same um, if I decided to record an episode before the date and after the date. And so I wanted to kind of wait it out because in my mind I did want to do a recap and I wanted to do an overall recap about everything that we've spoken about um, till the point that we have. And I'm glad that I did because um, I certainly have um, quite a few things to say on the matter. So I am learning that grief is, it doesn't have an expiration date. It doesn't end when you want it to end. It doesn't stop when you feel like it should stop. Because the reality of the situation is that you've known 
certain people your whole life or for quite a significant time of your life. And you cannot expect an, a quick, easy bake um, grief and then you're done because the impact of their presence in your life spanned over the course of many years in some instances. And so I've known my mom for 23 years of my life. And it's only been a year and some change, the change being a few days, <laughs> since I haven't been around her. And parts of me during the course of this year have rejoiced on her behalf. And I think I've mentioned this on previous episodes that I'm glad that she's finally healed and at peace and with her creator. But I cannot for the life of me, and it would be, it would be wrong if I did not acknowledge my deep yearning for my mother. How I wish that she was still here, how I still had plans, how when I think of my life, everything would revolve around her being here. And so I've grown to understand that it's okay to yearn for my mother. It's totally normal and that I will never not need my mother. We will never not need the people who've left before us because we had a vision for our lives with them. And so it has been incredibly difficult. It has been the hardest thing I've ever gone through in my life. But it is the one thing that has brought me the closest to God that, it's, that has made me realize how loving and compassionate the Father is. And that his love knows no bounds. That he really will be closer than anything in those times that you need him to be. It's like you feel his closeness. There's so many things that grief has taught me. But so many scars it has left me with. One of the biggest scars would be that I find myself living life from a point of fear, always being afraid that my dad will go anytime. Those who are in close proximity to my life know that I'm obsessed with my father in the sense that I feel very scared if I don't know where he is. I feel very scared when he leaves home. And this is something I don't really express to him, but as soon as he leaves home, you know, we pray generally when we leave or when our families leave and we ask God to protect them. But my prayers would come from a place of I'm scared that he could go and I'd never see him again. And I feel as though that has spilled out into so many other areas of my life where I feel as though I'm living life from a point of fear. No faith, no hope, no belief, just fear that rocks me to the core, that I have no control over what will happen next. And it's been very hard to submit that fear to God and say that whatever happens, I know that it was your will and that this is a very normal part of life, albeit very difficult to come to terms with. And I don't think that we ever get used to it. But I began living my life from a point of fear 
since losing my mom and it has been difficult letting go of that fear as a crutch though it is a crutch that totally breaks my spirit it has been difficult but the truth of the matter is that i have no control over it the truth of the matter is that god loves my father way more than i could ever love him and that i can entrust his life to him and that doesn't mean that he's going to live forever it just means that i am taking my hands off of the situation and i'm allowing god to be god because he is and he's been doing this <laughs> for all of eternity so me in my futile attempts to play god have have exhausted me and has left me empty and in a dark place and it's not for me i'm not designed to be god i'm designed to be a child who trusts in her father and that has been particularly difficult since losing our mom another big thing that we've spoken on on the podcast myself and some of my friends and some conversations we've had off of this platform or these platforms would be surrounding lust and sexuality and how we navigate that as children of god understanding that just because we confess the faith does not mean that we are above any primal urges any needs that are totally human created by god to serve and glorify him not above those things shouldn't want to be above those things and i think i totally underestimated that when we struggle with certain things once you see light at the end of the tunnel you don't just jump and abandon all the tools that um god has given you to help navigate through it and help you um overcome or you know just go through it you don't just abandon the tools um take a different direction from the course that you've that that has been set before you and run to the light because you think everything's over because you might find that there are stumbling blocks ahead of you and you're totally unprepared because you thought well as soon as i see the light i'm leaving it and i think that it has been that for me that as soon as i felt as though i am not controlled by these urges these desires i feel great um you know and i have in fact it wasn't even that i truly was great i think to some extent i i totally thought that repressing my feelings and not acknowledging the fact that i have these urges and the fact that i am a person totally created by god to have these urges and to want to engage in sex in one point in my life that that does not mean that it's gone it just means that i've suppressed something uh yes the word is suppressed um instead of totally acknowledge heal and move forward in confidence that god is still going to help me and so i found myself at some point abandoning the tools 
doing whatever the heck I wanted to do and finding myself a couple of steps back further than I was at the point at which I was or further back. And it was heartbreaking because I thought I'm failing. I haven't learned my lesson until I realized that this is a lifelong journey with anything really, whether it be our thoughts, whether if we think that our hearts are hardened, whether we think we're procrastinators, everything requires constant maintenance. And you can't abandon that journey or that responsibility of maintenance just because you see hope and you see progress and you think, well, I'm better now. It's like going on a course of antibiotics and stopping midway because you feel better. And now as you go, as you go forward, you develop an immunity to this medicine that's supposed to help you. And now your body isn't able to take it in the way it's supposed to. And it just doesn't work that way. You finish the medication. You take it until it's done and you keep that maintenance. You make sure you cover yourself up. You don't just expose yourself to people who are sick all the time. You take measures if it's cold, you dress warm, you do things. It's a constant maintenance. And so I've realized that I can trust God with my sexuality. And I know that I've mentioned this before, but I really need to drive this home because sometimes it's so easy to want to pretend like that doesn't exist and that it will not exist until the day that I get married. But that's a lie. Marriage is a beautiful thing that God's created. But I think that when we begin to think that way, that we begin to make marriage an idol and sex an idol. Now we're just, we're just idoling, <laughs> just living in, in just idolatry. It's important to acknowledge that God was intentional about giving us the feelings that he did to navigate life in the way that he planned and purposed us to do. And that it's okay. It's okay that we ought not to be ashamed. You know, um, it's just the manner in which we satisfy that which God has given us the desire for. That's where it's important. And I've spoken about, or I've spoken to a friend about this rather. It's not really about, you know, what you desire. It's about how you satisfy the desire. And I think that's exactly what he said. And it's true. It's about how we go about satisfying the things that God has placed in our hearts. You could be hungry. And how you go about satisfying that hunger will matter. Be it in the moment or in the bigger scheme of things. It matters. And I think that the same applies when we think about healing. Healing from traumatic experiences, healing from things we've exposed ourselves to, healing from um, being found in the wrong place and how that has affected our lives, that it's a constant journey. It's not linear. It doesn't have a time stamp or a time 
frame in which it the process has to be completed in it's something that will take you as long as it needs to take you because you'll always learn new things about yourself and about your hurt about your trauma and it's important to just allow yourself to heal allow allow the journey to be as organic as possible not to try to force things foster this false sense of healing because it only hurts you in the process something i really want to speak on is thoughts our minds so many triggering things have been happening life can be very triggering in and of itself you know and i think that that's normal because life is life or reality is reality and we'll always be met with things that mirror the things that we've gone through before and some of those things can be triggering whether we've healed from those things or not it can be quite triggering and so i've realized and i don't know if you've realized this but our thoughts are very powerful and i know we say it all the time our thoughts are very powerful i can think it into existence and what i mean is the more time i spend thinking about it i will most probably spend time weighing it through talking it through convincing myself on it and eventually manifesting it doing the very thing that i was thinking if i'm thinking i really need to get my life together i really need to start studying i really need to stop procrastinating i really need to make time for god and i focus my thoughts on that or th- these are my thoughts and my conversations revolve around improving as a person leaving behind old habits my efforts then will reflect those thoughts and those conversations and before you know it i'm seeing an improvement in my life our thoughts are very powerful and i found myself not being disciplined in my thinking at all i found myself thinking speaking and acting out of a thought that should have just been a thought that passed by and that i did not entertain that i at the very least could have submitted to god as i i thought that i would or should do or as i have before and little thoughts that i've allowed to roam freely in my mind have matured into these full blown decisions that have affected me greatly that have disappointed me greatly and that may have not happened had i just been disciplined in my thinking and not dropped the ball and this again relates to what i was saying earlier sometimes you see light at the end of the tunnel and you think well i'm fine i'm cured i don't need these tools i don't need the strategy i can just live my life anyhow no discipline no plan nothing and end up hurting yourself and so on that point man how have your thoughts been what have you been thinking on 
have your thoughts revolved around everything that's been happening in the country if you're from South Africa or just any parts of the world have your thoughts been centered around the decisions that government is making have they revolved around the injustices that plague the poor and people of color have your thoughts been on issues in the family secrets struggles hardships and if your thoughts have been on these things what are you doing about your thoughts are you just marinating in them or are you taking action in a good way in a way that will benefit you in a way that will liberate you what have you been thinking on and what are you doing about your thoughts because it's one thing to think on something it's another thing to follow the trail and see where it leads you think on that i'd also like to mention that during this time i have realized the importance of being honest with ourselves as children of god people generally but most as children of god because i think as christians we tend to have this thing and if this is not you then i totally speak for myself but we tend to have this thing of we are sheer perfection we are humans unaffected by things that affect humans we we live above circumstances we are unaffected by anything we do not acknowledge trauma and we're just we're superhumans you know I feel like as christians tend to have this thing of saying we need god but acting as though we don't and i feel as though we tend to lie to ourselves because of this that we're not honest about the fact that sometimes we're very hard-hearted cruel people at times who need a little grace from ourselves to ourselves as well that sometimes the struggle between desiring righteousness and a craving for the world is real and that we entertain it in the back doors of our lives but in the front parts of our lives where everyone can see we pretend as though everything is all right and perfect and god is good we tend to pretend as though we don't get angry at god sometimes we tend to pretend as though we don't ask questions why would you allow this to happen why would you hurt me like this i've served you faithfully and wholeheartedly all this time how could you allow this to happen we pretend as though we don't feel that way and we do what's up with that why are we so set on acting above the human condition why are we so set on misrepresenting christ because we think that representing christ means that we should be perfect if we were perfect then the work on the cross would be completely futile and how disrespectful it is to live as though that is the case we all need to exercise gentleness kindness to ourselves and grace christians need to be graceful towards themselves we need to be honest with ourselves and honest with others as well those who are new to the faith those who aren't in the faith at all about the normal human condition and that we are not above it 
and that we face life and things and situations like everyone else does. It's important. And the last thing that I'll mention from my side is that I've stopped demonizing everything and I've actually started to take accountability that, you know what, this was me. This was totally me and the evil desires that stem from my heart. That was totally my selfishness. That was totally my ignorance. That was totally me harming someone. That was totally me. And I, I need God every day. Every day I fall short of his grace. Every day I need him. But I have to take accountability. Have to be accountable. You know, in the garden, when the fall of man happened, and Eve and Adam ate of the fruit, when God came in looking for them and found out that they'd eaten of the fruit and asked Adam why he had done what he did, and he then said, but the woman you gave me made me do it? I think we see a clear case of the blame game and us not taking accountability. We will always be accountable in front of God for ourselves and the lives in which we impact. The decisions that we make that do not only affect us, we are accountable to God for that. Not our neighbors, not our parents, not our children, not our siblings, not our partners. We are accountable to God. And so it's very important that in as much as we understand that we do not war against flesh and blood, that we are very careful to play the blame game and not take accountability for our own decisions. We've been given free will. It is a gift. We ought not to pretend as though we cannot think for ourselves and make decisions on our own when it suits us. And that brings us to the end of this episode. This welcome back episode, this warmer episode, this this is where we are, this is where we've been, and this is where we're going. And I hope that you've taken this time to reflect on where you've been and where you are and where you're going. And if you can, or if you recognize a clear vision of the path ahead of you, and if you don't, that's okay. God will help you either way. So as per tradition, I'm going to recommend a song for you to listen to, an oldie but certainly a goldie. It's a song that I believe everyone knows <laughs> that we all grew up listening to. Uh, recently bumped into it and I'm like, man, oh man, this is amazing. And the message is so deep, so good, so solid, resonates with me and hit me to the core. It's a song by Yolanda Adams and it's called I'm Gonna Be Ready. And I'll link it in the description below, as I usually do if you weren't aware <laughs> and what I will also do is um, I will add oh, I will remove my personal email address from the podcast because um, I've noticed that there are some people who've emailed me on my personal email address which is okay I just realized that it wasn't the best thing to do because it gets jumbled up with everything else and I tend to miss those emails or I tend to respond much later so you know that going forward, you can email thegodpals at gmail.com 
and I will add the email address in the description. Thank you guys for everything. Thank you for your love, for your support. Thank you for believing in yourselves and being loud about it. Thank you for being confident in the abilities that God gave you. Thank you for expressing your confidence for your God because it is inspiring to all of us who see and witness your lives. And to you who's listening, thank you for listening. Thank you for following the podcast. Thank you for being intentional about your journey in Christ because when we see fellow brothers and sisters run with the vigor that we witness you guys do, it really pushes us, challenges us, and encourages us. So thank you for that, for being a shining example of a human being who's constantly becoming, evolving into what God has purposed and intended for them to be, while fully acknowledging that where they are right now, God loves them more than enough. So until next time, guys, Take care of yourselves. Stay healthy. Wear your masks. Wear your masks. Don't judge people for their decisions on the vaccine. I see that going around a lot. And just take care of yourselves and your loved ones. Please don't abandon the faith. We have nothing. If we abandon God, we have nothing. Then the life that we live is pointless so hold on to God even in your moments of distress trouble and uncertainty hold on to him because he's holding on to you so that's it <laughs> I'll talk to you guys next week I love you and most importantly and you know this God loves you bye bye